Welcome to A Mystery Podcast. Today we have special guest star. Say hi. Say hi, Bobby. Use your words. I know you can talk. You're just Josh. <laughs> Bobby is sitting with us, so he will probably just be talking the whole time. He's gonna be a talker. Anyway, um, today <clears throat> we have a missing persons case, mm. which was not even on the list, but I listened to a podcast by, and that's why we drink. My favorite podcast, as you know, don't make baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did such a good job covering it. Christine did. And it is so interesting. It is so interesting. So we're going to talk about it today. Camera. It is the case of Neo Babson Maximus. Neo. What a fun name. How's your week been? He's in the Matrix. That's correct. Oh. You pick up a clue. Oh. How's your week been? Pretty good. Did you start work? I did start work. How has it been? Pretty tell good. me all about it. I'll tell you that. Okay. Well, you tell me every day. No. Oh. Okay. Um, Bobby's doing good. He can now roll both ways. So he's just like um, a, really a bowling ball. Yeah, like a rolling, like a rolling pole. He just will go wee. He's all over the place. Remember when he did that in my ultrasound at 20 weeks? Uh-huh. They were like, he, he's rolling. He go around himself. You on the top. My mom says he's a mover and a shaker. Anyway. Okay. So we're going to get right into this week's podcast. I have a lot to cover. Not as much as John Wayne Gacy, but definitely a lot more than Mermaids. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed our podcast so far. This is episode three. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah. Next week, we're either going to be talking about National Forest or Scientology. Okay. Okay? Okay. It's going to be a good one. Okay. So Neo Babson Maximus um, was born to Charles Allen Jr., um, he was born April 26th, 1985. That's JJ's birthday. What? April 26th. Are you Neo? Are you Neo? Be honest. Use your words. Oh my God. You took the blue pill. <laughs> anyway, that's such a coincidence. I didn't even notice. I've listened to this podcast three times and I've written the notes so many, like, you know what I mean? I've done so much research. I didn't even notice. Okay. Uh, but he was born in Haver Hills, Massachusetts, is what my dad calls it, but in Massachusetts. Why did they say like? Why did your dad say? Because like? he's from Connecticut, and they don't like him. I think it's kind of like a Michigan, Ohio kind of thing. Oh, fuck the guys. He so in my notes, I because I don't know how to spell Massachusetts, and so I just put Massachusetts. <laughs> anyway, um. His parents are Charles Sr. and Ann Allen, and he was the oldest of three children, and he was closest with um, one of his sisters. Nice. Um, 
didn't get a specification of which one, but just a sister, and we're going to talk about her quite a bit. So keep that in mind. Um, Maximus was 22 years old and a college student when he went missing. He was in his senior year of college studying psychology. Um, friends and family described him as a very smart individual, and he was also kind of like goofy goober, where you couldn't tell if he was joking or serious. I'm goofy goober. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know that kind of person, right? Who, like, they're just, that's kind of like how my friend is. Oh, yeah. Um, how you just can't tell if he's joking or serious, and it's just kind of hard to read it. Read the room, you know what I mean? Anyway. I know what you're saying. Um, he was a dedicated tennis player and said that he could be pro. Like, he was like, I'm going all the way with this. Like, I'm good at this. Huh. Top tier. <laughs> no, it's over there, Dominic. <laughs> you said the R words in that game. No, Dominic. Both. Anyway, so he wanted to go pro with tennis. Uh, two months before his disappearance, he legally changed his name from Charles Allen to Neo Thousand Maximus. Mm-hmm. And as you guessed it, Neo came from the Matrix. He's my cookie man. I know. Um, so Neo came from the movie Matrix, which was also his name on like his gamer tag on his favorite video game, which was Half-Life. I meant to do a deep dive on Half-Life, and I didn't, and I regret it. I wish I knew more about this game. Anyway, um, he was actually one of the top, if not the top, player in the world for this game. So he's good. He wasn't just like, he didn't just play Half-Life, like he was great. Um, And he competed in esports as well, actually, which I told you there was a guy that I slept with one time who did esports, and that is a sad thing for me. You you, you scraped the bottom of the barrel. I did scrape down there. Okay, tell me about it. I have no, like... Do you want to look on my phone? I don't either. Okay. Maximus, so his middle name, or last name, it was Charles Bowson Maximus, mm-hmm. um, was the main character from Gladiator. Yeah. I which I've never seen that movie. That's a good movie. Good I movie. should watch it. I've never seen it. Anyway. You probably wouldn't like it. You don't think? Why? It's very, uh... Isn't it about, like... It's very bloody. It's a bloody... What's it about? The Spartans? This is... No, that's... Sparta! That's all I think of when people are like, Go green! Like Mich- Michigan State University, MSU. I'm like, Sparta! That's 300. What's 300? Is that a movie? Yeah. Okay. All right, Babson was his mother's maiden name. So all together we have Neo from The Matrix, Maximus from The Gladiator, and then Babson was his mother's maiden name. Wait, right? when did you go missing? 2007. Oh. Okay. One thing to note about Neo as well is that he suffered from bipolar disorder. Can you please wipe off her son's face because he's drooling? Um, Neo suffered from bipolar disorder and often had manic episodes all growing up, in, or at least like through high school. Mm-hmm. And he had been on medication for it um, since high school. So that's just something to note. Um, and when he disappeared, which we'll talk about this a lot more later, but when he disappeared, he had stopped taking his meds. And I know when I was listening to the podcast and you were not listening at all, um, I was talking about bipolar disorder and the people that I know who have it. Um, And that when you, lots of times or how they've explained it to me is that they'll feel so great, like they're doing so much better. So they'll get off the medication, feel worse, and it's kind of just like a spiral. Do you know what I mean? Or a cycle. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was his case. That's just what I've heard. Um, But he had gotten off the medication, which I think it was for another reason, which we'll get into later. Okay. So on October 11th, 2007, which is two days before he went missing, um, Neil missed lunch with his father. So he had scheduled a lunch, planned a lunch with his father, and he didn't go. Um, He later talked to him on the phone instead. 
Um, later that same day, his sister called him because she noticed his Facebook account had been deleted. So again, this guy is really online, right? Yeah. Big online man. Where are you going? I'm from the bouncer. He's he's crippling. Oh, okay, no worries. So he's a big online man. This was at the height of the time of Facebook, like 2007, you know what I mean? Facebook was really popular and that is where he mostly spoke to his sister. And he actually sent her a message the same morning on October 11th and she went to reply and noticed that his Facebook was deleted, okay? Um, Neo told his sister, so she was like, hey, bro, bro, why is your account deleted? And he said that he was not the one who removed it. He's like, I did not delete my account. Somebody did that for me and they're coming after me and you. Like none of us are safe. Mm -hmm. That's what he told her. Um, and before, and we're going to get more into this phone call later. I just wanted just a brief synopsis of everything that happened before we get into too many details. Okay. Mm -hmm. So October 13th, two days later, Neo reportedly tried breaking into a house near the college Dartmouth where he went at 3 a.m. in the morning. So he went to the second story window of somebody's bedroom broke in and it was like this lady's room she woke up and was like hey hi this is you know what are you doing here and um he asked if his friend mason was there he was looking for his friend mason right mm -hmm. um she told him that it was the wrong house and neo profusely apologized um jumped out of the second story window and was seen running into the woods and he's been missing ever since and he was only wearing basketball shorts and it was october in massachusetts okay Oh, that's a little chilly up there. Little nippy. Um, yeah, he was reportedly only wearing running shorts. No shoes, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's a little bit more background, okay? Mm -hmm. um, he was quoted talking about being addicted to things. Not in a sense like, I do drugs. You know what I mean? It was in a sense like he would put everything into something that he was interested in. Do you know what I mean? Like tennis is something that he was interested in. He was like addicted to doing it all the time constantly. He needed to be the best. The same thing with video games, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. His friends, oh, I already talked about that. So we're going to get into Scientology because, and all this stuff that I'm going to cover from here forth out happened the summer before this happened. So this happened in October. We're talking about like summertime. You know okay. what I mean? So just a few months previously okay. before this. Okay. Um, Neo became interested in Scientology. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what has inspired me to do a podcast about Scientology. Okay, pause I was like, really quick. How do you spell his last name? Neo, mm -hmm. Babson, B-A-B-S-O-N, Maximus. There we go. Okay. Okay. So I was just going to do, I was like, oh, I'll just look into Scientology and find some information to tell Dominic because he doesn't know what Scientology is and I don't, I don't have a good explanation. And I found so much that I'm like, this is not something that we have to do a whole other podcast mm -hmm. for. Anyway, he became fascinated in it um, the summer before he disappeared, like I said, um, and I did just want to give a brief synopsis just so you can have an understanding of what we're working with, because I know, you know what I mean? Like I have heard podcasts about yeah. it. Um, so some say that Scientology is a cult, but it depends who you ask. <laughs> it's supposedly a religion. I do want to show you this TikTok that I saw today. I'll tell you the user really fast. Um, the user is D-E-Z-E-T-R-T-F-L-A-K-E. Okay. <laughs> ready and this is just going to show you just it's a video of a scientology building i think the one in la isn't that kind of spooky isn't that a little spooky mm, they own 34 percent of real estate yeah anyway um so uh time out there's one in nashville the Scientology church church of scientology Ooh. and C celebrity center Nashville. no way okay 
Um, they have a website. So Scientology, one of their core beliefs is that humans all have equal and reactive minds. And they think that everything can be, um, is psychological. Do you know what I mean? Like they believe medications are all placebos and etc. I've seen that building multiple times. You have? Yeah. I haven't. Can we continue? Yeah, sorry. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, one of the main things that they use in Scientology is this thing called auditing, which is either through a conversation, but most of the time they use automated machines. And so the machines, I watched a video of it. Mm -hmm. It kind of works like <laughs> a lie detector where you recall a memory and then it's going to ping on the machine where you have a heightened sense of whatever. You know what I mean? Kind of. Do you know what I mean? It's like we'll measure your blood pressure or whatever. Do you know what I mean? To see if the memory's a lie? No, it's not to see if it's a lie. It's just to see what part of the story is the most, like, triggering for you or um, whatever. Um. Um, so they would use this to remember um, past trauma and try and remove emotional trauma and past memories through auditing. Um, they charge for auditing, and when the church started, it was five hundred dollars for mm -hmm. auditing. Now it's a lot more, obviously, because things change. And this was created, I think, like in the nineteen fifties. Um, Scientology, from what I've gathered, is a dangerous religion to be in, and an even more dangerous religion to try and get out of. Does that make sense? In the Mormon Church. Yep. Okay. Like really dangerous. There's a lot of people, and that's why I want to cover it because there's a lot of people who've gone missing in the Scientology Church or. Hmm, bad things happen, okay? I we'll talk. We'll talk about it in that episode, okay? Let's focus, okay? Um, Neo was most intrigued by Scientology's no-medication approach. Um, and again, he had bipolar disorder. And he was being treated and medicated at the time, okay? Mm -hmm. After looking into Scientology, he decided to take himself off of his medications. However, this wasn't necessarily, like, the first time that he had... Um, <laughs> This wasn't the first time that he had, like, gotten off his medication or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so his parents and his family, they don't think that that is the reason that he went missing. They don't think that he went crazy, had a manic episode, and that's why he's gone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because um, that's just, like, a huge stigma around bipolar, around mental illness. When it gets thrown in there, people are like, that's it. That's why he's gone. You know what I mean? Fucking that um, <laughs> You're stupid. So... Another thing that changed in the summer before he disappeared was, I forgot that you're listening to my music too, and I'm like, what are you doing? Um, his sleeping patterns changed. And as parents, we can relate to this section a little bit extra hard, okay? Mm -hmm. um, he changed his sleeping pattern. His friend Anthony recalls that he would nap from 12 to 2 p.m., play tennis, play tennis, sleep from 5 to 5.30, um, and then he would be awake for like two hours and then have another nap. So that was like his cycle. So he'd be awake for a couple hours, sleep for a little bit, awake for a couple hours, sleep, right? Um, so this on top of his medication is obviously really concerning and definitely changed his personality or that's what his friends were saying is mm -hmm. he just was acting really different. I tired. I don't feel like drugged out. Oh, playing tennis is pretty boring. <laughs> you don't like tennis? Tennis is horrible. I tried to play tennis. So did I. I knocked it. So around the time of all of this, Neo's friend Anthony also no noticed Neo began sleeping <clears throat> in his car. And he had an apartment with a room, so it was really odd. Okay, onward. Um, so we're gonna go back to the Facebook and his phone call with the sister. What kind of car do you have? Oh my god, I 
fuck, I knew you were going to ask me. And I was like, I should write it down. But I won't because I knew you were going to ask me. It was like a, a, I think like a big carbon message. Like maybe a Ford Explorer. No, mm. it wasn't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Mm. I wish I could tell you. It was big enough for him to sleep in the backseat or in the trunk. Big enough to sleep in. Okay. Um, so on the call on October 11th, 2007, after Mio explained he hadn't deleted his Facebook and that people were after him, I thought you clicked the mute button. I'm about to pop you on the head. Um, he told his sister that he'd emailed some powerful people who were now after him. Okay. You think? I don't know. Jeffy Um, He told her that he didn't feel safe and that she wasn't safe either and that she needed to go to his dad's house because he was the only one who could protect her. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if something were to happen, I would also go straight to my father's house. Would you? If there's a zombie apocalypse, I feel like that'd be the best place for us to be. Oh, definitely. Zombies can't survive in the winter. No, like, I don't think that this is the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you know. We just go, we just go on, live in a lake. Just live in a, a pontoon for a minute. Sound good to me. Sound good to me. Just connect, like, four pontoons and, like, All a together. big a big circle. Yeah. Do you remember that live boat that we saw? Yeah. That was the most beautiful thing. That was cool. Do you think that's, like, a $2 million boat? Oh, absolutely. Seven rooms? Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. This is super creepy. Are you ready? I'm ready. So right before he hangs up the call, pretend you're on the phone with me right now. Okay. What up, boo? Hey, buddy. Okay. <laughs> right before he hangs up the call, he said, the answer can be found in the periodic table of elements. Click. So he, she's like, okay, I'm just out. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, did you delete your Facebook? Nah. Huh? You gotta see the rest. What do you mean? Someone's after us. Well, why, why are you? And it's in the periodic elements. Think. That's all. Thank you. Is it so it's like an element or is it like, does it spell out something? We'll see. We'll see. Where's the recording? Yes. Oh, I keep bumping the table. You do keep bumping the table. It's fine. I forgive you. You're just not gonna listen to the podcast. And yeah. now all half of our listeners stop listening to you. I'm well, just kidding. Like them too. So immediately after the call, he called his parents and neither of them answered. Um, so he left two separate messages. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So the message he left for his mom, he said, um, he told her that someone was after him and that he was in danger and told her that he was going Florida. Okay. The message that he sent his dad, he said all of the same things, but instead of saying Florida, he said he was either going to Texas or Mexico. This is interesting to me because I feel like if somebody was after him and they're trying to find where he is, if he told his parents three separate places yeah you know what i mean that that would kind of like burn the trail off that they couldn't be like oh he's in florida i'm fucking up in florida do you know what i mean i thought that was interesting it's weird that he told them three different places we don't have an answer um his parents also noted that in both of the voice messages it sounded like he was running through the goddamn woods and this was two days before his disappearance so it's not like he was running through the woods before he like ran into this girl's house or whatever like, it was, like, two days before him. He's just running in the woods. Maybe he's just trying to pick out the woods before he actually ran. You think? <gasps> Dominic! Like, map it out. I would. Maybe he was, maybe he made an escape hatch in the woods. I would Or a treehouse. Not a treehouse. Okay. I would have went underground. Um, Neil was also known to be a spontaneous person and just to go places. So, like, when his friends heard um, that he was saying, I'm going to go to Mexico or Texas or Florida, they weren't quite faced by it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so his friend Mason, who we talked about in the very beginning of this podcast, who 
he asked for, you know, when he got in the girls' room. Mm -hmm. um, they played tennis together, and they hung out almost every single day. And as I said, Neo changed his name in the summertime to Neo instead of Charles, but this friend had no idea that he had changed his name. The girl? No, Mason, the friend. Oh. Um, he was supposed to meet Mason on October 13th, which is the day he disappeared for a house party, but Neo never showed up to their meeting point, which was, they were supposed to meet at 8 PM. Mm -hmm. The next time he was seen was at 3 AM at the lady's house asking for Mason. Um, it's weird because he had been to Mason's house dozens of times. Like he had been to this guy's house so many times. He knew where he lived. Um, but I mean, unlike, um, at least the lady said that he was very nice. What part of Massachusetts was he from? Dartmouth. He was Dartmouth. at Dartmouth College. Um, the lady said that Mason or Neo was very polite. Okay. So Neo's parents became worried, especially after these voice calls, and they could not get a hold of them. They could not. Like, he was not answering his phone or whatever, right? Um, so they ca contacted Dartmouth Campus Police. Are you ready? Because this is really weird. Yeah. Okay. They checked his computer, and it was wiped clean. Mm. All of his emails from five days before his disappearance were erased. His phone, credit card, and bank account weren't used. There was no trail on, on those at all. His car was found abandoned at Dartmouth University campus. A few blocks from the woman's apartment that he broke into, they found um, his backpack full with all of his school supplies. And his shoes were found many blocks away. Isn't that so strange? Well, you don't leave a trace, so. His keys, cell phone, and charger were never recovered. Nothing was recovered. Mm -hmm. I take it with him. They couldn't find it. So, so there's nothing after that. There's no other leader evidence except two years later, in the fall of 2009, um, in New Bedford, which is right outside of the Dartmouth count, um, campus. Baby, baby, baby. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm, yeah, keep going. A resident named Steve reported a young man rang his doorbell at 4 a.m., and Steve opened the door to see a kid who was disheveled and underdressed for the weather. So, again, this is fall, so it's chilly. Mm -hmm. The young man asked Steve for directions to the SMU campus. SMU stands for Southeastern Massachusetts, <laughs> Massachusetts University. Um, ready for this, baby? Right. So, he asked for the SMU campus, right? Dartmouth used to be called SMU, but the name was changed in 1991. Isn't that so strange? And this was a young man. Like, he looked to be around Neo's age. Hold on. We continue because it gets even weirder. Matrix. So, Steve ended up closing the door and he called the police. When they arrived, the young man was long gone. They didn't know where he was. No trace of him at all. Um, Steve later saw Neo Neo's missing person report and he swears that this was the man who came to his door. Two years later, like, right outside of the college campus area. Isn't that strange? So the guy went missing and you saw him? Two years later, he knocked on his door and asked for directions to the college, but the old name. And Neil was like six years old when they changed the name to Dartmouth. So it's not like it's something that he would have known. Hmm. So after that, there was no reported sightings or clues that came from this. So now we're going to get into theories, okay? Okay. So here are the theories. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, okay, so one, and this is a theory that lots of people have, and actually when I was doing research, it's like a very big theory that lots of people have, is that um, it was 
the like he went missing due to Scientology. So when we get into the Scientology episode, you'll have a better background and you'll understand why it's such a plausible theory. But since it's very cult-like, um, people think that that's why he just disappeared without a trace. He could have changed his name. He could have just cut off his family, which a lot of people do when they go into a cult, especially in Scientology. Um, or he did too much research in Scientology, you know, emailed them and was like, I'm going to expose your shit. And... He went missing because of it. Cause you know what I mean? He, yeah. People were like, he said people were after him. Good and his, his family, they really believe that somebody was after him. They don't think that he was going crazy or whatever. Um, anyway, so this is a really interesting theory as well. Are you ready? I'm ready. So there was a web sleuth user named Joey STA. And we're going to, I'm just going to, it's going to be back and forth quotes of his actual web sleuth thing and just a summation of them because it's really long. Joey did. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yeah. He says, is there any possible motive? If I remember correctly, he stated that he had not removed his Facebook account and that somebody else did, which would take computer skills. Um, this user also noted that he was the top Half-Life player, but had recently um, lost to a European or German team. Mm-hmm. Um, Fucking nuts. Which means that he could... Which means that he could have had some potential resentment. So the user continues. In 2003, Axel Grebit, otherwise known as Ago, that's what he went by, um, hacked into the Half-Life company's files to leak the beta for Half-Life 2. The owner of Half-Life asked the Half-Life community to help find the culprit, and the community helped find Axel, and he was caught, and the owner had thanked the community. Joey STA from Webslews asked if anyone knew if Neo had assisted in finding Axel to be Mm -hmm. the guy. Um, supposedly Axel or Ago came off of probation right before Neo's disappearance. Mm. So all of this is like just a really strange coincidence. And I'm going to tell you the strangest one of all. Okay. It was the mob. If the AG and Ago are not only his first and last initials, but they also stand for the element silver on the periodic table. Yeah. That's all. For silver. Is that crazy? He said the periodic table. Doesn't that make so much sense? I even put in here Dominic gasps. <gasps> no way. So the last theory is my theory. Right. He's maybe a little out there. You are a little out there. Okay. My theory is that he was very computer savvy. Let's just let's just back it up. He's a very computer savvy man. Uh-huh. Really intelligent. What if he found the matrix? <sighs> Maybe, maybe not. He could have, because he was if he was emailing high leaders of Scientology, they found out that he, he wiped his computer, and two years later he's seen again. Who's he in the same area? See, see, son, he knocked on his door. Who's Steve? Oh, his friend. No. Who's Steve? The resident who lived in New Bedford, stupid. Anyway, also, let me just back up a little bit. So, talking about that again. Was well, he wearing a black trench coat? And- <laughs> <laughs> did he have the glasses on? Um, one thing that I wrote down that I did not even, I just brushed over about that 4 a.m. incident was that it kind of sounds like black-eyed children. No. Knocking on the door and then asking, like, that's one of the key points of black-eyed kids is that they 
knock and they get it right almost. Do you know what I mean? Like they were asking for the university, but they asked for the old name instead of the. This was a kid who knocked. A young, a young person. Isn't that interesting? What do you think happened? Oh, um, we probably find out something. He probably found out something that he wasn't supposed to. Like what? I don't know. Maybe the Matrix because he was Neo, dodging bullets. You know, I don't fucking know. Well, anyway. And then, uh, oh, keep going. Mr. Germany, it's part of the mob. Okay. Took his ass out. Okay. I think, and I was listening, and that's why we drink, and they also believe that he is still alive. I 110% believe. He's definitely dead. You think? I don't think so. Audio, muchacho. Um, but this, that was the story of Neo, Maps and Maximus. What do you think? Or Morpheus. What do you think? It was good. Okay. You like Helen? Yeah. Did you like it as much as you, I thought you would? Yeah. You did? It was a good one. Yeah. Um, next week, we're either going to cover the national parks, which are very interesting, the cannibals in the woods, the skinwalkers in the woods. Let's go find them. No, we're not going to go find those, bub. Um, or we're going to talk about Scientology, which, again, I briefly covered today, but it's really interesting, and there's a lot to get into. And there's Tom Cruise part of that. Tom Cruise's Top Gun. Ah! <laughs> but I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that I did justice. Um, please go listen to and That's Why We Drink. They covered it just a few episodes ago. I wish I wrote down the episode that it was. Um, but they did such a good job. Christine did such a good job covering this. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we will see you next week. Say bye-bye. Do you have kind words to say goodbye? Adios, motherfuckers. Welcome to a mystery podcast.